today on The Breakdown. We've got big names, people. We've got Tony G, Lex Veldhaus, and William Reynolds. Well, we've got two big names and, and a guy who you may have heard of. And uh, they're playing a cash game where it's not just a cooler. More happens. It is a cooler, but a lot, lot more happens. And there is some decisions, especially by one William Reynolds, that are quite unusual. And I'm just not sure if we like them or not. We're going to talk about it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. That's so weird to think that William Reynolds would make unusual decisions. He's an unusual guy. He speaks unusually. He dresses unusually. His hair is unusual. He's the guy who said pristine opportunity for a check raise as a commentator on the EPT. Yeah. Which is a really weird thing to say. Yeah. He's, yeah. Still, these decisions are strange. Poker stars really wanted him to become a big star because he's different and he's like talks a lot and stuff. But, but it didn't go that way. Kind of didn't go that way, I guess. No, he's what he isn't, and I I don't mean this really in a I mean for TV, but he's not like likable, you know. Which not many players are on TV, no. but he's not, and I think they were hoping he would because he's a little quirky or something. But he's, it doesn't really like play friendly. that way. He's friendly. Yeah, but it doesn't play like Negreanu has always been. Even if you have issues with some of the stuff he said, but like for TV poker, he's like the most likable guy on TV. Yeah, you know, and like he just has that like the correct energy for it or something, the vibe. And just not many guys have that. And it's hard to have, but it's, it's a special thing. And he's the guy. And that's, and I guess that's why he became in, in a lot of ways, one of the biggest stars we've ever seen. In yeah. Theater. Yeah. If not the biggest. Hmm. Yeah. It didn't happen for Billy Reynolds. Nope. So could I guess he had his moment in the sun though, around this time, 2010 or so. This when the big game was happening, which is what we're talking about today. The yeah. poker stars, big game, six handed cash game. With uh, pot limit pre-flop, no limit post-flop. Loose cannon, which is not going to factor into this. I guess the loose cannon had already busted because Lex is sitting where the loose cannon usually sits. They took out the loose cannon, man. Yeah. Harsh. What a deal. We've talked about this many years ago because we did big game hands more frequently a long time ago. Now I guess they re-released it so people are suggesting hands again from the big game. But what a deal to be one of the five pros who gets to play with a guy or girl who's given $100,000 by poker stars and is told they have to make a profit in order to keep anything. I mean, everybody at the table, including the loose cannon, is just, uh, it's like such a great spot. Yeah. It's like poker stars is basically just funding it, the, the, the incredible spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. As the, as the game wore down and the, and the loose cannon had like 70K in front of them and they had to make over 100K yeah. for, to have any to show a profit. Like you just know they're going to be getting it in, and you, you know you have to have the uh, the willingness to gamble. But if you don't have the willingness to gamble, you're probably not on this show. So no. it's an incredible deal. Although overall, the pro the loose cannons did pretty well, and I think the loose cannons may have made money overall in the two seasons of the big game, not lost money. I think because a you lot. Think so of, I think not that many of them busted. Like a, a, a surprisingly small amount of them busted. I would say if they made money, that would, that would surprise me. I will say the pros didn't do as well as one would have guessed they would have, for yeah. sure. For sure. I'd, I'd be curious to know, but you know who's going to do that work? Well, if anyone out there wants to tell us, yeah, actually. Yeah, go ahead if you feel inclined. Career, career winnings or losses for a loose cannon on the big game, first two seasons, or only two seasons, I guess. The only two seasons that exist. I, th- I thought they did it again in uh, another country, which is why I said that. Oh, um, let's just talk about these just two about, seasons. Yeah, the ones that we saw. Because the, the, like, they, 
the one they did in the other country was like a ten twenty five game or something. Like this is like a two hundred four hundred right. game. You yeah, know? yeah. We're talking about the ones with Phil Hummy thinks seat six every time, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's get to it. All right. So this was suggested by Alex Klaus, long timer. Yes. Alex Klaus, long timer, long timer, Hall of Famer, old timer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer. Oh, it took you a second. I was trying to decide if it's true. I think it's true. I don't know how to. I don't know what, what's the criteria. What does valuable really mean? How? What does most valuable mean? Most valuable in terms of what? Must we get into the philosophy of beauty, Jonathan? Let, let's not today, but another time. Perhaps. Okay. Perhaps we'll do a podcast entirely on the philosophy of beauty. I mean, I think everyone wants. To I hear love that. Kant's take on that. Anyway, so. Alex Klaus, of course, suggested on Twitter, as he always does. He included a YouTube link and a timestamp. We are the poker guys on Twitter. That's where you do the stuff. Do all those things that Alex did. You so, can't see me, but I'm silently nodding along with everything Grant's saying. Yawning and nodding, it looks like. Yeah, a little bit of both. All right, so it's 200-400. There's an $800 straddle. And we're going to start the action with Billy Reynolds, the wackadoodle that he is. It's going to open to 2500 with the Jack Eight of Spades. It's a little loose, but... It's not that loose. He's in the cutoff, yeah? No, he's what would be considered under the gun oh, with okay. the straddle. So okay. he's in the low jack. High jack. I think it's a low jack. It's not. No, it's a high jack? Yeah. Okay. So he's under the gun, but it's also the high jack. Yep. He makes it 2,500 with the jack eight of spades. Slightly loose, but, but whatever. whatever. Tony G, who is the best in the world at being on TV and making me laugh. Correct. When playing poker, he is now. I don't think Tony plays his A game all the time. Let's let's put it that way. And at this point in the session, he's up over three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh, really? So he's feeling a little spry, yeah. a little good. So he's going to do something that I would consider to be objectively bad in poker. He's going to go ahead and three bet the Ace Five suited on the button, which is not objectively bad. So far, so good. But he makes it five k. Horrible. Over, over 2,500. Horrible. This is not a limit game. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. It's pot limit. My Lord. Make it $11,000 or whatever. Yeah. It's probably not 11. It's probably 77, but whatever. It's probably more, more, than, more, it's than, actually more than that. Yeah, it's actually yeah. more than that. It's probably like 10K. Um, come on, Tony G. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean. Horrible. He's just trying to isolate Reynolds, I guess. Yeah. I mean, well, that's going to work a lot. I will say. Not this time. What? Huh? Lex Veldhaus, or Razi, as he's known online. Is mm-hmm. that how you say it? Uh, yeah. Cool. He's in the small blind, so he's only got 200 invested here. He's going to smooth call with two sevens, two red sevens. What do you think yeah. about that? I think it's pretty questionable. He's not very deep either. He starts to hand with like 75K or, or so. Yeah. If he was much deeper, then I could really see why he would want to do that with Tony G having 300K or, or 400K in front of him or something yeah. like that. How if, you, if you're as, as Lex, have 200K in front of you or something, 150 even, you call five. And sometimes uh, William Reynolds, three bets or yeah, four bets big and you have to throw your hand away. And sometimes you miss your set and you have to, and other things happen, you have to fold. But sometimes you flop a set and you win, you get the full double through Tony G and it's okay. Yeah. At least. But yeah, I think you have to have at least, you have to have a lot more than 75K to pull that up. I think, I think that's much more like, you know, 120, 150K, especially because you're out of position. So you're going to miss out on value in lots of different ways. I don't, yeah. I don't like this call. I don't think I do either. I mean, it may be that Lex just knows that Reynolds is messing around a lot and Tony G is definitely messing around a lot with this like click back three bet thing. 
Okay. But then you should probably be four betting. Right. You have two sevens. You're going to be out of position to both these guys because guess what? William Reynolds is calling 100% of the time. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And you know that. As or, or, or he's raising. raising. But he's never folding. You're never yeah. heads up. So I like a four bet or a fold here. I think a four bet is fine, especially if you think these guys are getting loosey goosey. I really don't like calling. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Reynolds calls. Yeah. Seems like the only thing to do there. He has to call. I mean, yeah. The pot is $16,800. Okay. That's a big pot. Yeah. It's a big pot. The flop is kind of crazy. It's an ace. That's good for Tony G. Yeah. Ace of spades. A seven. It's good for Lex. Really good for Lex. Seven of spades and a nine of clubs. So not only is Tony G flop top pair, Lex flop bottom set, but William Reynolds flops a combo draw with the jack eight of spades because the seven of spades, the ace of spades, and the nine of clubs are out there. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Somehow it checks through. This is such a big flop, but I totally get why it checks through. Yeah. Right? Lex, Lex is going for a check raise. William Reynolds is going for a check raise. Tony G's like, I don't really know if there's much value here and I don't want to get check raised. Right. Like, I have the kind of hand that I could often be in game theory disaster spot here. Like, kings, not that anyone has kings, but if anyone did, might really fold three ways yeah. when I bet. And, you know, whatever. Of a course, he is Tony G. Or but a straight still. draw or a combo draw might raise me off my hand if I bet. Too. Right. I'm not strong enough to really be able to stand yeah. that much heat. Uh, check back is totally standard with this hand in this spot. Yeah, although there's a lot to dodge, obviously. Yeah, but you don't know that there's necessarily that much to dodge, right? As, like, you, As it stands, there's nothing to dodge. You're pretty much dead against these two hands already. Oh, yeah, big time. You could go running clubs. That's it, right? Is it literally it? He's got running clubs. Yeah. I guess running aces or running full house for him. Yeah, running yeah. full house. Um, is there anything that makes you think Lex should be leading? With a set of sevens here? No. On an ace high board? Yeah, he's, he's just not supposed to be doing that ever, really. I mean, Tony, if Tony G has anything reasonable, he's going to, like, a big ace, he's going to bet. And if he's got nothing, he's going to bet. It's it's unlucky for Lex that the one thing that Tony G has is the hand is the kind of hand he can actually check, which is the medium strength hand on this board, which he's not going to have that many of. He's going to have, like, kings and queens, some bad aces. They all play pretty similarly. Yeah. And everything else he's betting, right? Yeah. It's like, if he has two eights, he's... Yeah, two eights. He's betting two eights, right? Like, Probably. It's just like bluffing and hoping they go away and whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the turn is even crazier than the flop. Yeah. But what's crazier than that is Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Crazy like a fox. Sure. What Why? does that mean? Are foxes really crazy? Yeah. And also, what does that mean? What the hell? Old timey society with that saying. Piss me off. What if what have foxes ever done what? to be called what? crazy? What are, what are we doing over here with the what? fox? What? happening with these fox this is fox slander and i will not stand for it we always do such a good job with the ads nitrogen sports poker room or poker area is yeah would poker prefer. space poker zone Ooh, i like poker space poker space because it's like your science fiction you have lasers well it feels like science fiction how fast you get your money out it's true man it's because it's a bitcoin only poker site and that's not the reason though i mean bitcoin is the vehicle yes. with which nitrogen pays you quickly 90 minutes or so which is crazy when you think about your withdrawal times from other sites but it's because nitrogen doesn't mess around they don't yeah. fuck with your shit man they don't do the whole like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna have some processing time. it's gonna be 49 hours before you get your payment we need to look at things and think about things and decide if you're worthy of getting your money they don't do that yeah not at nitrogen not yeah. at the poker space and i think i just created their new slogan by the way yeah nitrogen sports we don't fuck with your shit, man. <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. Why hasn't Nike done that yet? I mean, they, they're they like puritanical about, yeah. you know, 
swear words. Well, they're screwing it up. They're screwing it up. Nitrogen is not, of course, because they're sponsoring us continuously. So they are geniuses. And if you use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitrogen, you too could be a genius if you like expected value plays that are highly positive. Nice. That's the place for you. Yeah. Well, you know, one one expected value play that I know is positive is our monthly tournament. Yeah, that's what I was kind of teeing up for you. Oh, really? So go ahead and <laughs> oh, I sort of I was just keep keep on working off, off of what you were saying there. I appreciate. I that. thought I was like being really smart about it. Yeah. You are. No, don't yeah. worry about oh, it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, our monthly tournament, which of course has a thousand buy-ins guaranteed. We got like eighty players, which means there's over nine hundred buy-ins just sitting around as overlay for y'all, and it's super cheap, too. It's a tenth of a millibit, which these days is in the neighborhood of 50 cents American. That's great. You got to get in there, man. You've started saying y'all recently. I know. I don't like it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're you're from the Northeast, and we're in the uh-huh. Northwest. Those are not the y'all places. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they also have sports betting, which I love. They have casino I games. I do. I love to bet on sports. And I do it sometimes. That was my feels share great. voice. I bet on the Nuggets to win the series against the Spurs after they went down 1-0. And you know what? They did. And now I've got some money. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a little loopy today. Yeah, it's the second podcast of the day. Plus so, having you know. done a poker time commentary, by the way. Well. Oh, yeah. There's a lot going on today. And I moved yesterday. So I'm just like all over the place, y'all. He's bananas. Anyway, get on Nitrogen. Use the link in the description. Get you some poker. Let's get back to the poker. Yes. And as I tease the turn card being crazy... I was not lying. That wasn't just a segue to the nitrogen ad. For once. For once. For once, I was telling the truth. On the ace, seven, nine, two spade flop, Reynolds with jack eight of spades, Veldhaus with a set of sevens, and Tony G with ace five of clubs. What's the sickest card in the world, you could ask yourself? What is it? All right. Let's give them like 10 seconds to think about it. Okay, go. That's enough. All right. You had enough time. (laughs) It's the 10 of clubs. It's got to be the 10 of clubs. That is the actual sickest card in the world because not only does Tony G, along with top pair now of the flush draw, but... William Reynolds makes the nuts. Sir William gets there. He has the nuts and a redraw to the flush as well. And of course, Lex is still sitting there with a set of sevens. And he's sitting there thinking like, well, I'm almost always good here. Like once in a while, William Reynolds has a bigger set. Right. But like Tony G would have bet his set on the flop. Yep. Like you, the last thing Lex is thinking about is I might not be good. He's just thinking about six, eight are not really a big part of the thought process. No, no. He's just like, how can I get the money in baby? Let's get some money in here. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. All right, so he's going to start doing that. He bets 13K into 16.8. Pretty big bet. Yeah, well, it is a very wet board. Yeah. What do you want to do as Bilbo Reynolds? That is a good question. Okay, so we have Tony G behind us, but Tony G's not showing a huge amount of interest in this pot suddenly. But you would think if he had a bluff, you would have bluffed the flop, right? Correct. So he's got a little something. Yeah. Okay, so the question is, are we going to try and get a little bit of money out of Tony G by just calling, or are we going to try and win a lot of money against Lex by raising? Problem I think being that Lex started as the shallowest player in the hand with 75K. True, but he still has a fair amount back. He's yeah. still got like, what, 62K behind or something like something that. Something like right? that. So that's pretty good. I think as, uh, as William Reynolds, I think a raise just makes sense here. We have the nuts. There are things to protect against, by the way. Yeah. Um, we can have a lot of draws ourselves. Mm-hmm. I, I like a raise. What do you think? I do too. I think Lex is usually pretty strong here when he bets into these players, like on this card, like Lex has plenty of two pair combos. I guess he's, he cold call the small blind, which makes things weird. Yeah. You could have like ace queen. I think a set makes the most sense. Actually set of nines, tens. 
can I have those? I think Ace Queen is like really in play too. Yeah. I think Ace Queen is probably not folding if we raise. I think all those things, all the value is not folding. And those are the three hands that feel like the most sensible based on preflop is nines, tens, and Ace Queen. So I think we should be raising, targeting those hands, hoping to get some action from those. Sure. Let's try and get it all from Lex. I like that. Yeah. Instead, Reynolds decides just to call because he wants Tony G to either go nuts and raise mm-hmm. or overcall with whatever medium strength hand he has. I mean, it's hard to come up with many hands that Tony G is going to go nuts and raise with, though, when it goes bet call, isn't it? I mean, like, what's he supposed to go nuts with? King, Turns queen, out he has, of, king queen of clubs? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. He can go nuts with that one. Um, but there's not much else, right? Yeah. Like, so it's not, it's not that great is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, but that has to be the intent here or part of it, at least, I guess he doesn't want to scare off Lux, but it doesn't feel like you're going to scare off a ton of Lux's range here. Lux doesn't just have like two sixes in his betting. I mean, maybe he does, but then you're not getting any more money out of him yeah. anyway. Right. Right. I guess, I guess that could be untrue. We could have a flush draw. It could break. He could check call sometimes with some of his medium strength hands on the river by calling now. We could set yeah. that up. But then we're just trying to win like a smallish pot. When we have the nuts, why aren't we trying to win a biggish pot? We can withstand all the heat in the world. We're three ways. I don't know. I, I just don't think Tony G's going to lose his mind that often here. It is Tony call. G and he's up a lot. So yeah, that's true. That's the type of guy who could lose his mind. But we could raise and he could lose his mind too. It's less likely. It's a lot less likely. Yeah, it is. I just, I just wouldn't think... Maybe if we're super deep and Tony G is super deep, maybe we call to try and win all of Tony G's money because Lex isn't super deep. That's the only reason I can think of to call. I guess, yeah. I think raising is definitely better. Yeah, me too. Me too. But William Reynolds decides just to call, and now Tony G can't fold because he's turned the flush draw. He's got a top pair and a flush draw. He's... Usually not ahead right now, but he can be ahead even now. Lex could be taking a shot. William Reynolds could have a draw. And Tony G can just call it once in a while be ahead and have the greatest a great redraw. But a, a you do draw. think if it was a ten of diamonds on the turn, he should fold probably, right? With the bet in the call? Probably. Probably I think he should fold. There's also less draws than for yeah. um Reynolds to have, but yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. I but he, he it, can't he can't fold. As it stands, it seems a, crazy to fold. Flush draw here. He's closing the action. He's getting actually a pretty good price. He doesn't even need to like. I mean, how much is in the pot when he calls? The, when he calls, uh, before he calls, there is forty two thousand in the pot. And it's thirteen. So he's not getting the right odds if he's just drawing to his flush. But it's not too far away. Plus and, the times that he can be ahead, which is rare but possible. Plus the times that he makes the nuts. And Lex is now repping the nuts himself. Someone else yeah. decides to rep the nuts. Lex is the kind of guy who absolutely will rep the nuts in these spots sometimes. You know? Yeah. So, and by the way, sometimes these guys actually have clubs and you make a huge amount down the line. Like there's all the, there absolutely are implied odds ways this is going to go. As we see, both these guys have very strong hands. Were a club to come, I don't think they're just going to both fold. If they both check to Tony even, I don't think they're going to fold. So there's going to be more money to be made based on the hands anyway. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, the pot is big now. $55,800. Yeah. And um, I happen to not write down the river, so that's pretty cool. That is cool. It's a uh, like a four of hearts or something? Yeah, four of hearts is correct. Woo. I found it. Four of hearts never changes anything. I'm so, I'm so on fire right now. I'm like Hansel. Wow, nice reference. Thanks. It's a little old of a reference. But everyone gets it. I don't know if they do. How many of you have seen Zoolander? Raise your hands. See? Nobody raised their hands. You're not looking in the right places. 
You have to look in the right places. Let's get back to the hand, though. Okay. Four of hearts. Lex still has a set. Reynolds still has the nuts. Tony G's hand shrunk up. Doesn't feel very good. No. I mean, Tony G's like, maybe it checks through. Maybe Lex bets and Reynolds folds. Sometimes I win. But mostly mostly I'm not going to be able to do anything here. Yeah. Okay. So here we are. We're Lex Veldhaus. The pot's got 50-some-odd K in it, right? We have to continue going for value. We have to bet. We have to bet. There's just no no getting around. So how much do you want to bet? And I guess that question is tied up in what are we targeting from each player? Okay. By the way, Tony G gave a whole speech before he called on the turn saying he should 90% of the time he should really raise here, but he's going to call or something like that, right? Right, which is not true. He shouldn't raise probably. Right. But I think Tony G is thinking of it as if it's like he flopped the ace high with the nut flush draw. Well, you could at least, I know we often won't, but you could certainly decide to like get a lot of money in with that kind of a hand. You could. Yeah. So I think he's thinking of it like in those kinds of terms, like you flop pair in a flush draw and you're like, let's go. Instead of like, it's the turn. There's two other players in the hand who've bet and called. Like there's no way you should ever be raising right. this hand. Your hand demands not to be raised. Maybe Tony G really thinks he's supposed to raise, but. Maybe, but he doesn't. Yeah. But maybe that changes, uh, that, that maybe affects things a little bit too. Maybe. All right. So 55,800 in the pot. Mm-hmm. Lex should be targeting mostly Reynolds, right? Tony yeah. G has a weaker range. Tony G has a pretty weak range, even though he gave this whole speech. You probably wouldn't expect Reynolds to have a straight pretty much no. ever because no. you would expect a raise a lot of the time. Also, it's basically just Jack 8, which yeah. he might not have. All anyway. of the flushes missed, so we're not going to have the plan of trying to get a flush to bluff. We're just trying to get called by an actual hand. So Well, yeah, because we're up against two players. That's good. Sometimes they're both just going to fold, but that's okay. It feels like Reynolds has, like, ace-queen, and that's what I'm targeting. Mm-hmm. That seems reasonable. And as Lex, A, our reputation is such that we really, like, don't have it a lot. People think that, and we don't, right? We bluff all the time. Yeah. Um, and the board really play, really backs that up, where we can have misses here, like lots and lots of misses that we decided to bet the turn with, right? Yeah. So that's good. So, yeah, I like... I like targeting a big ace, and I like betting big to do it because Lex would probably bet big when he was bluffing. Yeah, and sometimes we're lucky, and somebody actually has two pair. And yeah, that would be great. Tasty. Let me say yeah. it a little differently. It smells good too. Tasty. That was less creepy. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt the first one wasn't creepy enough. So Lex bets thirty-one thousand four hundred to fifty-five thousand eight hundred. I think I like a bigger bet. Me too. More. I do. Forty-five. Let's go. Fifty. I mean, he's got like 62. He could just move in. You know what? He's got 62. He should move in. He's Lex Veldhaus. No one believes him. Maybe he's concerned that William Reynolds is going to feel squeezed in between with Tony G behind him and not feel comfortable putting 62 in when Tony G could suddenly raise after Tony G gave that speech, and he's trying not to lose William Reynolds. Maybe, but when Tony G... There's a bet and a call on the turn, and Tony G doesn't raise, like... It's really hard for him to have a big hand on the turn, and I agree. the river doesn't improve anything. But But... Maybe he's just concerned if he bets really big, William Reynolds may be like, shit, ace, queen, is it even good? I got Tony behind me. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he's but trying it, to really make sure he gets his 31K, is what he's saying. I like a bigger bet. Yeah. I mean, I think if you. Reynolds has ace, queen, he can call comfortably knowing at least that Tony G is going to fold ace, king behind him, probably, if Tony G somehow has ace, king. Mm, that's true. Tony G is almost always betting ace, king on the fly. Yeah, I know. But I hear you. Um I like a move in the best. I think a move in is probably the best play. Yeah. William Reynolds wishes he was moving in since he's got the nuts, but 
Lex does not move in. Right. Okay, so now it's such a rare thing to be in a pot that's three ways that has head action post-flop, have the nuts, and have action pending behind you when somebody's already bet into you. It's a rare spot that yeah. William Reynolds finds himself in. Yeah. So it is not legally obligated to raise here because there is a player behind him and he's allowed to try to deceive Tony by just calling. Now, I just want to say they really have changed that rule and you are not obligated to raise with the nuts. Yeah, I, I think you told me that before. I don't remember what the context is. The, like, what do you mean? They've I mean, changed like, that rule. That's they, not a TDA rule anymore. I believe it. I was told it was not by people who by professionals. Yeah. All right. That like you actually are allowed to call to find out what they have. Because that's like a piece of information you wouldn't get otherwise. So it's seen as like potentially valuable. It seems crazy to me. It seems reasonable in a tournament, but not a cash game. Because a cash game is more rife for collusion. Yeah, that's a fair point, actually. In a tournament, especially a big multi-table tournament, right. it's really hard to collude. Like you have to be seated at the same table as your, your yeah. co-conspirators. Yep. Whereas at a cash game, you can easily make that happen. Super easily, yeah. And you, know, you don't get moved around constantly. Yeah. Things don't change constantly. Also, in a cash game, you're more likely to have information on the other players. In a big tournament, you're almost never going to have information on the other yeah. players. Still, you should still raise the nuts on the river when someone bets into you. And there's no one else to act behind you. Right. Like you should not call to find out what they had almost ever. Like, and I can't think of a situation where I'd want to call. And or, or if somebody checks and it's your action, you have the last action. Oh my all, God. All of the things. Yeah. Always bet. Anyway, back to this, back to this. That's not the situation Reynolds finds himself in. Right. Yeah. He, he's torn between the two worlds of, do I try to get the rest of Lex's stack, which is about what he bet 31,400 mm-hmm. about that much more. Or do I try to get Tony to overcall or maybe go nuts and race? What do you think is better, more plus EV? First question, yeah. I guess, is if William Reynolds were to raise, what does it look like he has? Oh, that's a good question. It looks like he has, at worst, aces up. At worst, yeah, like ace 10 probably. Mm-hmm. And ace 10 that didn't raise the turn, which is a little weird. On that board specifically, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to believe. But if he raises with anything, it's like it's weird that you didn't raise the turn with whatever. That's right, because he's got anyway. a set. He's got aces up. Whatever he's yeah. got, it's weird. In fact, it's weird that he didn't raise the turn yeah. with the nuts. At worst, aces up, and a lot of times he'll have like a set of nines or set of tens. I think if yeah, he raises. Here. I agree. I agree. All right, so that seems problematic. Yeah, that looks really strong. Super, super strong. So he's sitting there worried. Like Lex rarely has a very big hand. Lex is like a, maybe an okay hand, but Lex, can Lex even call if he ships? Like Lex, is Lex calling with ace queen if he raises? I, mean, I think Lex has lots of sets of nines and tens here. Um, so I don't. I disagree with what you're saying here. Lex, I think Lex has a lot more of other things than like sets what? of nines and tens. Well, Lex has. Uh, I mean, ace queen alone. There's probably more combos of that than there are sets of nines, tens, and sevens, right? Mm, there's the three same. more combos. Okay. And then Lex has um, flush I don't know draws. if Lex is betting ace queen on the river. When it just goes call, call, and Tony gives that whole speech and stuff, I think yeah. he's trying to get value out of Tony G. I think he might not bet the river. I think it's like it's a clear bet with a set and not so clear with ace queen. I mean, what are you afraid of with ace queen? That you're, I mean, what's the difference really? Like two pairs going to raise before that. Like You would think, but as we see. But it's this, okay, but like I would think. So like why wouldn't I raise it? Why wouldn't I bet ace queen trying to get called by Tony G? let alone William Reynolds. I guess you could bet ace-queen, but I, I think it's tough to get called by worse hands. It gets tough. I mean, you're Lex Veldhaus, dude. Your rep is horrible. Your image is always bad. 
Like the World Series of Poker did a montage of you bluffing people five times in a row in the main event. Remember that? It was incredible. No, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Literally five hands in a row. He bluffs and shows the table and they just keep folding anyway. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, that takes some balls. To yeah. Show five times in a row. It's incredible. And it just like humiliates his table. That was the first time I think he really came to prominence. Actually, it was it was that time. Uh, day one, I think. So anyway, the point is like with your if your image is that bad, I think you really can bet ace queen for value as Lex because you're going to get called by worse hands. All right. But forget about ace queen from William Reynolds perspective, because sure, that's not going to call if William Reynolds raises. I don't think it would call if William Reynolds yeah. raises. Right. So but I think not there is river. some hope that you can get called by Lex is what I'm trying to get to that. I, I think right. he does have nines and tens in his range. Okay. And so, seven's so, obviously too, but I don't know if I would think seven's pre-flop. Right. I wouldn't. Um, okay. So if he has nines and tens and maybe a little, maybe a little bit of other stuff that he could decide to call with, be it sevens or aces up or something like that, like a really yeah. weird ace 10 suited that he just decides, fuck you, Tony G. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Um, is it more likely that we're going to get a call from Lex or that Tony G is going to put money in? That's the real question. I right? think the next question is, okay, so if he is betting ace queen, yes, that hurts the, we're going to get a call from Lex side of things because that adds more hands that Lex can't call with. Cor- true. Then Lex is going to have probably some big draws that missed that mm-hmm. he's going to bluff the river with. Yeah. Obviously, we're not going to get a call from those hands. Right. So we're weighted a little bit more towards hands that Lex folds than, than he calls with. I think so. But it's not a huge problem because of the, the price of the pot and stuff. But then Tony G, what is he going to overcall with? Is This is the problem I have. Like... It's hard for me to come up with very many hands that Tony G is going to three bet pre, check the flop, call the turn, and be able to overcall the river with. It feels like he has a big draw on the turn, right? I guess you could have ace four, which makes two pair in the river. Yeah, that's true. That's it, though. Cool. Ace four, exactly. Yeah. That's, I mean, that doesn't sound like enough. It does not. Um, so if that's the case, then like... Yeah, who cares? By the way, if we if we raise small, we could just move Lex in. We don't have to like move all in ourselves. Lex made it thirty one seven or whatever. He's it's got, basically half of Lex's stack. Yeah, so we could just make it sixty three. And if Tony G has ace four, he might call anyway. Doubtful, but he might. He's Tony G. Anyway. I mean, that's that's pretty doubtful. He's also up a lot of money. He might just right. decide to throw but the chips he, in. He's capable of folds that are obvious and sensible folds. Like I, this, this we've would seen, be, we've seen him. I yeah. mean. I just don't think we're going to get a call from him by over call from him anyway. If he's got if he's got ace four, maybe we cost ourselves real money. Maybe by raising him. Yeah, but I I think we get Lex's the more money from Lex than we do from Tony G from here on out. So I like raising. I think I agree. I think overall, despite the fact that Lex does have more hands that he plays this way that he folds to a raise than mm-hmm. he has that he calls, he has enough that he calls with. That makes it more profitable than trying to get the overcall from a one pair hand from Tony G. Yeah, because Tony G is really not supposed to overcall with any one pair hand. Mm-hmm. And if Tony G has been slow playing a really big hand, like if he has aces, yeah, I mean we're going to hear about it, right? Yeah, like no matter what we do, we're going to hear about it, and we're going to get we're going to get a lot of money out of Tony. If we just call, he'll raise, and we'll be able to get a lot of money. If we raise, he'll call our raise. So at least, if not re-raise, in fact, he might re-raise because it's just Jack Eight, right? Yeah, and six eight, six eight, and Jack Eight. Like he might re-raise anyway, hoping we have hoping we have sets. In fact, he's probably supposed to do that. I think he is. So, like, it doesn't matter if he is. If he got a set of aces, it doesn't matter anyway. What we do, so we don't have to worry about that. So yeah. I, I think I think it's just a mistake to I, I don't like either of these calls by William Reynolds although they're weird and it makes it very hard to put him on the hand that he has yeah which is cool 
but still, I don't like it. Do you think Tony, if Tony somehow played Ace King this way, would overcall on the river? Yeah, I think he would. Because he'd be worried that Lex is bluffing and Reynolds has like Ace Jack. Ace Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's totally reasonable, right? By the way, Lex could Lex could have Ace Queen, Reynolds could have Ace Queen or Ace Jack, and we could have Ace King and beat them both. Yeah. Like it could be value in a call and we win. Right. And everyone has something and we just have the best. I don't don't see how we fold Ace King. It's just very unlikely that Tony would play Ace King this way. Feels super unlikely. Also, to give that whole speech on the turn about I, I should be raising with Ace King specifically yeah. and not be like it seems like why would you tell them that if you have that hand right like that's weird. Um, it's weird to tell them that with any hand. It's super weird, but it's really weird. To, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think we get value out of Ace King by calling, which is good. But again, how does he have Ace King? I he doesn't. It looks like he's got like I don't know when he calls the turn. What does it look like he has when he calls the turn? Tony G. I mean, the hand he has makes a ton of sense. Yep. The ace-five Bes- of clubs. Besides something like, besides king, ace-x of king, clubs. King-queen of clubs. Yeah. King-queen right. of clubs. Hands like that. Those hands. Those are the hands. King-jack of clubs. Yeah. Right. All those so club draws that may have something else going for them. Yeah. Big club draws, basically. is right. fine, though. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, what are we supposed... We can't really get value out of those anyway, no matter what we do. No, so we should go for Lex. Yeah. Which would have been the right choice because I think Lex couldn't probably fold the no set way. of sevens here. No way. Tony folds despite taking some time on the river, although like it's obvious he's supposed to fold here I'm, after the call. I think Lex is supposed to side call. You know, yeah. like, okay, I'm beat a lot, but sometimes you have aces up and also I'm not freaking folding sevens for this much with this, you know, in this spot. Yeah. Like there's no way. Right. Distribution, et cetera, et cetera. Either way, Reynolds wins a really big pot, but yeah. probably could have been bigger if he raised instead of just called the river. Absolutely. Or the turn, by the way. Yeah. I mean, if he leads the flop, he wins a much bigger. F- now, he's not often not going to lead the flop, but he could lead with the plan of three betting. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's reasonable to check. Of yeah, course. So. Of course it is. But, you know, it's interesting to lead when you have a combo draw there. It's fun to lead. Yeah. She's like, please raise, please raise. Also, hope it all works out. It sucks when you do that and they just call and then it's like the deuce of hearts in the turn. You're like, I guess I'm going to keep betting. Yeah. And then they don't fold. Yeah. And you're like, uh, and then it's a deuce of clubs on the river and you're like, you're like i guess i'm gonna keep betting and then they like think for a long time you're sitting there like well i don't know what well, they're always now. calling right they're always calling and then they fold and then you're like oh yeah i felt good it feels great when they do fold in spots where you're like don't they just always call here after you've bet you're like yeah. i think they always call and then they fold and they didn't always call yeah i love that we got one life and i took a minor break but i'm back to claim the throne and gonna be traveling the globe we still have time to